Captain Marvel trailer just dropped on Good Morning America, and today uh, we have special guest David C. Robertson from the DC On Screen podcast, and me and he are going to discuss some uh, Captain Marvel trailer. Pretty excited about it. Right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. I'm David C. Robertson. Welcome, David C. Robertson. If anyone doesn't know you or voice, uh, you're from the DC On Screen podcast, kind of our our uh, our sister podcast over there. Uh, we uh, <laughs> we are we're, we're, we're good friends, and we we're good friends for many many years, and we both kind of started podcasts on these alternate uh, universes. Uh, so it's it's a lot of fun. Um, you guys should check his show out if you have not heard it. Um, or if you have, check it out. Their show is always improving. It's always great. You guys, should, uh, if you haven't checked it out in a while, go check it out again. Um, so. Yeah. We used to be really bad like a week ago. Yeah. This week we were really good. This week's episode is, is, is <laughs> spot on. It's, it's what they've been striving for for years. <laughs> yeah. So let's not let the people wait too much longer on their Captain Marvel talk. What do you think of this trailer, Dave? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know like a ton about Carol Danvers. Like I, I'm one of those guys that grew up in in the nineties. So I remember Carol Danvers as being Ms. Marvel and she got, you know, absorbed by, uh, by rogue there and the X-Men right. before she was in the X-Men. That's what gave rogue um, her flying ability. Correct. Uh, I believe in her super strength as well. And, a you know, myriad of memories and, so I, that's how I remember. I remember her being in a in a hospital bed in a coma. So this trailer is a lot different than I remember her being. You know, you've been hearing Captain Marvel is coming, and you're like, that sounds like a boring movie. It's just about a lady in a hospital bed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know they've 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 you know done, been doing Ms. Marvel and 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 Captain Marvel and, and yeah, I've, I know they've been doing that for years. I just uh, Obviously had a I don't life know the character very well. Yeah, I, I don't either. And you're you're you know more comics than I do, uh, even the Marvel comics. Uh, so I am, I'm I'm a little comics literate. I do know a little bit that I've you know read and heard about the last couple of years since they've been announced this project. And I was still very surprised uh, by the content of this. And I know they've they've recently released a new origin story for her. They're kind of redoing the origin mm-hmm. in comics. Uh, but I had. I didn't know anything about her. It seems like two two big surprises to me in the trailer are that Carol Danvers doesn't seem to know if she's human. Uh-huh. I don't think that, as far as I have, the, the little bit I know of Carol Danvers, that's not a thing I've heard. So that was surprising to me. Um, that she doesn't know? Yeah, that she doesn't seem to know she's human. In, in, in all the formats, I've... I've heard of her, and, and again, I haven't read the books, so I'm, I'm pretty illiterate. She is mm-hmm. just... Uh, she is just um, a human Air Force pilot who was given powers by a by Marvel, um, and then went on to become Captain Marvel uh, and and go on to fight this Kree Scroll War and everything. But uh, it was all, as far as I understood, with like the knowledge that she was originally an Air Force pilot. Uh, but this mm-hmm. seems to be like she has been, she's having flashes of how she used to be an Air Force pilot and a little girl. But she doesn't really know if that's true, is what she says in the in the in the, in the thing. Uh, that and that yeah. was that's interesting. I didn't know that, and so that's just a different story than I was expecting. Um, so that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, 
And the other big surprise for me was how much they featured Samuel Jackson in this trailer. Samuel Jackson looks great. He looks amazing. And the first half of the trailer, he is, he is kind of our way into the story. Um, mm-hmm. So instead of, to me, this, <laughs> this seemed like it was going to be a sort of a Steve Rogers story. Uh, at mm-hmm. least, you know, everything that heard up till now, I thought it was going to be about, uh, you know, a military person who was given, uh, given powers beyond their, you know, abilities, maybe like a person with a good heart who's given powers and then they go on to fight the good fight on a galactic level. And, and it's, it just seemed like very much the Steve Rogers story and they were introducing a new captain to the Marvel universe, you know, right. This seems more almost like a Thor story. Where she oh, okay. she she's a, she's from a galactic area and then comes to Earth and then of course some sort of like she has some connection to Earth from her past but like it doesn't seem like she even knows that she's human which is it's just it's just interesting um, like I don't know if that's yeah. a, if and it showed her a, a younger version of her it looked like waking up in a some sort of alien world. Uh, it seemed mm-hmm. like she, that's maybe where she thinks she's from, or like maybe she has two alternate histories in her brain. Um, like you mentioned, Rogue. Well, you mentioned Rogue getting her memories. Maybe they're taking some of that, and maybe she got memories from Marvel. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, like, if, if if because at some point she does in the comic, she did get that. Uh, there was some sort of explosion or some crap that merged. Her and Marvel. Okay. Well, that so seems that, like maybe that where was they're the going. thing. Okay, cool. <clears throat> and then I'm also wondering if they're. I I kind of I kind of hope they are, but they'll probably not ever actually say binary. But at some point, she becomes a, a, a sort of a differently powered character called Binary. Um, right, is that more further of a, uh, into her run as Captain Marvel, maybe, or is that? A- yeah, that was like that was like Claremont. Chris Claremont did that in the eighties. Like, okay, uh, back, like if I know Marvel, <laughs> like X Men stuff. <laughs> if I know Marvel's way, they like to adapt these comic books. It'll probably be something mm-hmm. they like give a nod to at some point, or especially if they tell more of her story than a little piece of it, because. Obviously, this is happening in the 90s. We know from the, the great establishing shot of the blockbuster. <laughs> I, lo- I loved that. I loved that a lot. I was going to say, like, her, her big thing when she was binary is that she could harness the power of a star. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, what, could you ha- what would you have to do to beat Thanos? Yeah, that's absolutely a possibility. I, I feel like, yeah, they, they probably <laughs> won't change her name or anything, but they might, yeah, they might no. use some of those powers. Um, that's cool, or, or or it might be something they do down down the line. Um, mm-hmm. It just kind of depends on how much of their story they want to tell. Because, like I said, this happened in the nineties, um, so there's there's obviously there's like thirty years between you know by a possible almost thirty years between right. these these this story and the next story, or, or and and the Thanos situation that's happening in current timeline. So. Uh, are they gonna? Are we gonna? We're gonna get her. Is she gonna be frozen like a Steve Rogers? Is she gonna be ageless and just appear <laughs> again? Is she gonna be off in the universe fighting? Are they gonna tell ten years of her story in this movie? I I just don't know. You know, I don't know how much of their story we're gonna get. 
it looks like they're going to tell more more than ten years. If you're if we're going by all of this, the shots of her at different ages. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, in the newer Mar- in uh, Captain Marvel comics, they apparently bring in the fact that she has some sort of there's some sort of uh, genetic connection to her and 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 like the Cree or something like that. So right. so they 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 bring it like her as a child already had a connection. It's not just like a random accident with Marvel. It's like there's some sort of genetic connection there. So um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, and I, I, normally when they change a, they adapt the comic comics right before a movie comes out. They're like preparing right. uh, to try to line the movies up with the comics. So I have a feeling we're yeah. going to get some of that. Um, what else in this trailer interested you? I mean, I don't, I don't want to get a uh, divisive here. Sure. But um, the Air Force stuff and and you know the Star Force stuff, where you know it's a bunch of people wearing green, just reminded me of Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny you say that. When I was when I was saying earlier, and I just I decided to say it's more of a Steve Rogers story. Uh, it, I actually almost said it's like a Green Lantern uh, story, and I was like, "Nah, I won't do that." Um, but no, yeah, it, it's totally a Green Lantern story. <laughs> it's very much, it, it very much is. Uh, it, it, if that's if that's the story they're telling, which I, I think this looks mm-hmm. very different than Green Lantern. Uh, I don't. Really, oh, absolutely. This, this, no, I'm not I, talking about the movie. I'm just saying that, the that plot point. You know? That plot point of her being an Air Force pilot who's taken into some sort of intergalactic force is definitely a Green Lantern yeah. corollary. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, that's not divisive. Yeah. Um, now, okay. if you, were, if, well, I, you know. I, I agree. I know. I know. It's the internet. Everyone, everyone's gonna jump yeah. at you, especially for saying Green Lantern. And I'm gonna be divisive and say, I didn't mind Green Lantern. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> I didn't either, especially <laughs> the extended cut. It was actually pretty dope. See, I but, didn't even see the extended I mean, cut. I was, I, I loved all the stuff on Oa or whatever. Uh, absolutely, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I do think that the big energy cloud was like the big mistake. Like that's the big, and that's like a big mistake yeah. that's in a lot of, uh, in a lot of early, um, early comic book movies is like, we can't have the bad guy be the thing it is. Cause that's too cheesy. We'll just make it energy. <laughs> it's like, no, like, no, just, just give it, give, make, make the comics as, as bring the comics to life. And that's all you got. to do. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta adapt yeah. things. Are, I don't know. There's a line because obviously sometimes you have to adapt things that are a little too cheesy. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know. There was a there was a lot they could have done with Green Lantern that they just didn't decide to do, and it was weird. And uh, that's a whole can of worms. But uh, you know, I think their biggest sin on that movie was was uh, the editing. Oh yeah, like the editing was really really bad. And uh, like they kind of kept doing the thing where they kept flashing back to his dad exploding in the in the plane, and it's like no, stupid, stupid. They also one of (laughs) one of everybody's big complaints, and even Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool talks about the animated green suit. Uh huh. I loved the animated green suit. (laughs) I know it probably doesn't. It was. It probably doesn't wear well over time, but like that's his power is to create. Like energy, like to me, him having an animated suit made a lot more sense than having a real suit. 
uh, I don't know. I didn't mind that. Just didn't bother me. There's a lot of things that don't bother me though. I'm pretty forgiving when it comes to a lot of yeah. things. I'm pretty forgiving until it comes to like character. Like when character things are problems, that's when it really right. starts to bother me. If someone is a their their motivations don't make sense, that stuff starts to bother me. Well, it's one of those it's one of those big like things that everyone sort of glommed onto is the CGI suit and mask. And I'm like, they're you know, sort of like the Martha scene in BVS. It's just like there's other things to criticize here, guys. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, like that is not <laughs> that's not BVS's sin, really. Like, uh, I honestly, when I saw the Martha scene, I was like, huh, clever. I wonder if anyone's ever done that before. That seems. I never yeah. realized their mothers were the same. That's that's neat. Good good yeah. thought. Uh, <laughs> seems like a, a perfect catalyst to to make him think like, oh, he's a he's a guy. He's got a mom. Because it's okay. not because it wasn't about the mothers. It was about the idea yeah. that he cares about his mother. Like that's the, the yeah. like that he is a good being that has like family like like that's that 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 brought that brought uh Batman to like you know to 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 realize that he was he was wrong um, yeah and and that now whether that should have been enough to bring Batman to <laughs> like that's all stuff you can argue about but I th- I don't know I thought the Martha thing was it just was it was yeah. kind of clever it was kind of clever uh, yeah. Kinda, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, me, me and you, like the, the we're being the most divisive, divisive right now by being like the most uh, like okay with things. We're like, eh, that wasn't so bad. Like I, I, I we, me and you disagree on BVS. I hate BVS. I think it's really bad. But that line didn't bother me. That part didn't bother me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, really enjoyed it. So. Let's get back to Captain uh-huh. Marvel. That's why we're here. That's why we're here to talk yeah. about. Um, let's not relitigate uh, <laughs> Green Lantern. And uh, no, I, I mean I can't help it, man. She's Air Force. She's got a green suit. I had to go Green Lantern. Oh yeah, I had to. No, I I'm had with you. To. That's, that's true. They did change her suit to green. They're like, look, <laughs> we can do a better job of telling a Green Lantern story. Um, they're just really rubbing it in on, on DC right now. Um, so, yeah, a lot of times we'll go shot by shot. I feel like we've covered most of the stuff we uh, that I really want to get into. Um, what what uh, We have uh, some sort of alien attack happening. Um, do you think that in this story, Captain... He calls her a renegade soldier. Uh-huh. So do you think she's... I wonder if there's a force coming to attack Earth... And she is in that force, and she is turning against that force because of her mm-hmm. connection and memories with Earth. Or yeah, yeah, that seems like maybe what where they're going. Uh, I, yeah, I I hadn't thought about it really. I, I assumed they were going to do like a Cree versus Skull, uh, Scroll type of thing. Yeah, I've definitely maybe <laughs> their maybe their war is getting a little too close to Earth. I I don't know. I definitely think they're they are they are doing the Cree Scroll war supposedly. Um, okay. That See, is, I haven't followed any of this. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> I'm too busy following DC. So, yeah. And and I think that's definitely yeah. um, evidenced by the fact that she punches an old woman in the face. Yeah. I think she knows, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. knows that's a scroll, right? Yeah. Uh, there's some Absolutely. some sort of scene when she talks about not being able to know if, it, if her memories are real or not. There's some sort of scene where she's like uh, tied into some sort of big metal machine and she's being like looks like her she's being transmitted memories or something Mm -hmm. 
What about the uh, what about the lettering shot where it, or just the like title shot where it says her and then the the then uh, the A and the O appear and it says a hero. Right. Uh, how how mad do you think the Wonder Woman people were when they realized they didn't think of that? Um. <laughs> <laughs> just a joke. Just well, a joke. I mean, I'm not it, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it was clever. Look, I liked uh, it. Yeah, it was clever. Um, it's funny. Like I didn't even think about it. Like it didn't occur to me. I was just looking. I just said, "Oh, okay." And um, you know, one of our one of our friends, Effie, of stealing the remotes, uh, wrote me and said, "Okay, it feels a little shameless to lean into the female aspect." I get it, but also you're the better part of a decade too late. Right. And I I kind of went You're right. They, I mean they are a little late, you know. This should have been a Black Widow movie at some point. Like Yeah. No, I'm I'm totally with they? you. I'm totally with you. They should have done it before now, but I'm not going to I'm not going to get mad at someone for finally making a female-based movie like <laughs> Uh, yeah. Like they're doing it. They're finally doing it. Like whatever kept them from doing it till now, uh, that sucks. But like time marches on right. and people progress and people ha- and and they were making. They were. This was in the works long before like Wonder Woman. They're not being reactionary to Wonder Woman. Um, well, I mean, Feige came out and said that Wonder Woman's success actually was like the tipping point to make them go ahead and do it. Uh, I have not read that. I'd have to. I'd have to hear that. That was like this last week or something. Oh yeah. But well, they, I, mean, I, I don't. You've I don't got to buy, you've I don't, prove it to the suits. It's, you, it's not their fault. You've got to prove it to suits. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense because they. This has been on the schedule since that uh, El Capitan Theater thing four years ago. So nah, I don't, I don't it, it's not the success of Wonder <laughs> Woman that put it on the schedule. Uh, that's not. If he said that. If he said like. Yeah, it made us put more money into it, or made it, you know that might make that might be true. But this has been on the schedule since the El Capitan Theater four and a half years ago, or whatever. Um, mm. So, so it's it's not that it's not that that's what they made them make the movie. Um, it was they they put it on the schedule you know, back then. Um, what about Coulson with as, hair? <laughs> he always has hair, but he's he's got more hair. He's got more hair. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just like to see Colson de-aged. That's super fun. Yeah. Uh he doesn't look that different. Like and I've looked him up from the 90s. He looks about the same. Right. Right. He do- I think they actually made him look a lot more different. For Colson looks different than than the actor does <laughs> in real life. Mhm. Um yeah. I'm excited though. And by the way, I did I did just look it up. It, it looks like I just read a, uh, as I uh, sadly I read a clickbait headline. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's no big deal. I just knew that. And uh, he said something a little different. He was, you know, just glad that well, about Wonder Woman's success and uh, as, as a proving point. But he's not saying it made it happen. Right. See, and that's the, that's the, that's that bothers me See? so much. Like. When people are like, yeah, that's why we made this movie. I was like, no, this movie's on the schedule for a long time. Uh, they've been planning it for a while. And I, I don't know. You know, I, I just. Yeah, I don't, I don't 
like I said, I don't keep up with Marvel, yeah, so yeah, I, don't, I just kind of see headlines and move on. I don't fault you. I don't fault you. Uh, it's, it's the internet. It's the problem of the internet. It's like none of us read articles, and I'm not faulting you. We don't have time to read all the articles. Um, see, we have to I read articles myself, that were. Uh, well, it's fine. Uh, it, we have to read the articles we're most interested in, and then mm-hmm. people put misleading headlines to get clicks. And it's mm-hmm. just it's just a bad marketplace to actual actually gain information, um, and I mean we've we've definitely had that happen on this cast before. We fell for something or thought something said something it didn't because half the time when you read an article it's nowhere near as dramatic as what they're saying. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, no big deal, man, no big deal. Um, but I mean I think we're all we're just forgetting we're all forgetting the the real hero here, you know. Uh, 1984's Supergirl. That's yeah. the <laughs> or or, or uh, like 2002's Catwoman. Yeah, those are the real movies. Those are the real that... heroes. <laughs> no, actually, I think those were the ones that made them go like people don't like women. Yeah, like, <laughs> or maybe like, guys. Those were total shit. Come on. <laughs> also, also that that is true. And also, well, see, the thing is, like, the the biggest problem is they've been giving these, they've been made, they've made female heroes for a long time, but many, most of them have been through the male gaze, as it were, like the directors often have been men, or, or even if they're, even if, even if some of the creative was women uh, on the creative side, like, <clears throat> mm-hmm. they've still been, like, making them for, like, a fanboy, let's give, let's make them as, let's make them as, buxom and curvy as possible instead of like making a character that you can get behind and 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 that's i think been some of the major problems with some of the previous movies i, I think they've uh and the, i, think, I mean go- i think the biggest problem look i mean gal gadot as wonder woman male gaze or not she's very attractive yeah i think the problem with those other movies is they sucked right Primarily, sure. I mean, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I, I, and I, I don't even mean necessarily those. I'm, I'm sorry, I wasn't specifically talking about Catwoman or or Supergirl. Um, I just think that okay. like mostly w- Electra, uh, <laughs> probably, probably they've all sucked. And I think it's. Be- I think part of that is because a lot of the men writing them didn't know how to write female characters, uh, and they and, and and they just kind of are objects in their own movies. You know what I mean? Like they don't, they don't. They're they're not often the thing that's the the character that's making the decisions. That like the the character with agency that you're following. That it they the, men have not traditionally written women uh, in a in a uh, in a way that gave them made them the protagonists of their own story. I mean, maybe maybe that is a that is a part of it. the the movies we have mentioned here. They they were either cash grabs like eighty four Supergirl. They hmm. were you know had heavy studio interference like every superhero movie, which was what happened with Catwoman. Um, the act the writer of that of the original Catwoman script has been talking on Twitter, and it was just not a great situation. And Daredevil sucked before Elektra. The the thing right. they spun off of sucked. Like I think there's. A part of it is just superhero movies at a certain point just sucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they weren't. Very they weren't, few of them got through that didn't. They weren't getting the talent uh, that they deserved. 
I agree. Absolutely. And I think that's, yeah. that goes for pretty much all a lot of the superhero movies of that time. It's, it's not just the female based mm-hmm. ones. Um, and I'm I'm not I'm not saying that none of that happened that you're talking about with the male gaze and and men not knowing how to write women that absolutely happened and absolutely continues to happen. Yeah. Uh, I just you know we're we're still doing we're we're still in the middle of baby steps here we're in the toddler stage of superhero movies like they're still trying to figure out how to make this shit work. Uh, a lot of them I mean Marvel seems to have it down to a formula almost to a fault to some degree some might say but. I, I not me. I enjoy them, but <laughs> I want to point that out. I'm, I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I enjoy the Marvel movies, um, but yeah, they're they're still they're we're still figuring it out. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I think that uh, that is true, and it, it is about time that we make a, a, a female heroes. You know, like it's just time yeah. that we make female heroes that are actual protagonists of their own story and not so. Pro, not 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 as problematic as the past, and I think that I really think Carol Danvers could be that. I I watched this and I did not get a sense. Um, well, I will say this: um, when I was thinking about, I I, I I was watching this with the idea of is she going to be the hero of her own story? Uh, is she going to be the protagonist, or is she just going to be an object to be chased after, or whatever? And I don't even mean sexually; mm-hmm. I just mean in general, like not having agency. And then it got me a little worried when the first half of the trailer was Samuel L. Jackson just talking about her. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. "Come on, uh, bring her into this. Like, talk about her. <laughs> I want to see. I need to see her. Uh, you know, in the story." And they did. The last half of the trailer is from her perspective, and her she's the giving the she's giving the monologue. And I do think they were just trying to get. I think that was just the most dramatic way to start it. I don't think they were trying to. Uh, who knows? Maybe they were, know. maybe they were trying to say, "Hey, fanboys, it's still got a man in it." <laughs> now I'm looking at the trailer. It's it. What it's kind of cool. The first half of it, they are doing it from her perspective physically, but do it, the voiceover is Sam Jackson. Uh, well, so, the first twenty seconds is showing her crash. And then, like, for a while, it's, like, following... After the Marvel Studios logo, it's, like, following Sam Jackson's back. It's, like, following Sam Jackson talking. And he's talking about this renegade soldier. Like, I just... I I think they definitely, like, leaned into, hey, Sam Jackson's in this. Uh, And and that's what makes me wonder. I I thought when, you know, de-aging him and de-aging Coulson, um, I just didn't think they would have too much of them in the movie. Because that de-aging technology up till now, Marvel's done an amazing job with it, but they've used it very sparingly, like yeah. in, in intros of the movie or, or like a flashback or whatever. This looks like, uh-huh. at least if this trailer is any indication, Sam Jackson's going to be in this a good bit. Um, but, uh, but we'll see. We'll see if that's true or if that's just how they made the first trailer. Yeah. I'm, uh, this looks cool. I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I have any qualms with the trailer or anything. I, you know, I think it looks awesome. Did we see any Cree in this trailer? I I didn't. I know that Marvel Marvel is Marvel. Oh wait, yes. Okay, so that she's in that. I, I we're calling it a Star Force. I don't know what the. I don't know what the. I don't know what the group she's in. That is it. It's Star Force. All these green suits. Is it okay? Uh, the yeah, the, the other people in that team all have blue skin. It looks like. Mm. We, and 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 Marvel was a Cree, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. and it shows Ronan for a second. I forgot about that. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Ronan's there. So, so yeah, there's definitely Kree in this, and we see like our first real snapshot of the cr- scrolls on a beach, which we I've seen images of, but hadn't seen. We haven't seen it in video right. form, so that was cool. <sighs> I'm really excited about the Kree Scroll War, and I'm really excited about the introduction of the scrolls. Um, I think you'll be with me on this. Uh, it, the idea of doing um, like a, a scroll invasion. Reminds me a lot of Star Trek DS9 and the Founder Invasion. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The freaking Changelings. Yeah, Ugh. man. Uh, start, uh, by the way, me and Dave are starting a Star Trek podcast. If you're listening to this and you've made it this far and you're enjoying me and Dave's <laughs> dynamic, we're doing a Star Trek podcast uh, starting very, very soon. So keep your yeah. ears out to both our yeah. shows. We'll be announcing it. Um, we'll be talking about something I know way more. But yeah, this uh, I, I love that storyline on Star Trek, the invasion of the Changelings, uh, and uh, and on Star Trek DS Nine, and this uh, the idea that that could happen by introducing them here, and I think there will be some of that. The introduction of the scrolls on Earth will have some of that element to it, but I think that it's going to uh, probably uh, move on to being like I think eventually they'll have like the full on scroll invasion and I, and I really want that. We've talked a lot on the podcast uh, about the idea that one of the people we already have in the Avengers could be a scroll. Mhm. And that would be awesome. That'd be cool. Like like if Black Widow turns out to have been a scroll all along or something. <laughs> I think that would be a mistake. Um well, we 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 we've done a lot of talking about like uh, in in past episodes about like if one of them was a scroll who would it be and at what point would they have made the change and like <laughs> like all this mm-hmm. uh, yeah some people think that Tony might have been a scroll ever since uh, the end of Avengers he changed so much when he came back through that portal oh yeah I think that would be a mistake too I agree like, I <laughs> I kind of think any of that would be a mistake and. I'm I'm like cycling through the Avengers. I'm going. Eh, it's probably not a good idea for them to do any of these people. Yeah, no, no, I, just, I hear you. There's also you know. the idea that apparently in comics there were some scrolls who didn't know they were scrolls, and we thought about we talked about how the, how interesting that could be. Like, yeah, that could be. If like that could be if they if they if they continued thinking if Tony thought he was Tony all this time and he's been doing actions and you know he's constantly questioning himself but then he realizes he's a scroll and that's like maybe some of the things some of the mistakes he's made have been like programmed into him and he's trying to figure out like that could all be cool um and and I think just I think Robert Downey Jr loves taking the, the character of Tony Stark to different places like every every movie, they really give him a, a different emotional core to work from, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Captain Marvel, are you gonna go see it? <laughs> no, I'm gonna skip this one. I think. Okay, um, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I'm I'm no, I'm a, I'm absolutely on board. Yeah, I am very pumped, um, and I'm pumped partially because we're we got no movies till this. It's like February. This comes out. Yeah. Or no, March. March 8th. That's, it's so crazy yeah. how close they're putting it to uh, Avengers 4. It's like insane yeah. that they're releasing it in March, and supposedly they're releasing uh, Avengers 4 in April. One one month apart. That's crazy. Did they do that with Black Panther and Infinity War, though? Uh, they, they No, they did. Uh, Black Panther was early February. 
Um, oh, okay. And then Infinity War was very late April, so it was almost three months between. And this is looking like a month to a month and a half between. <laughs> they haven't wow. actually they they haven't actually announced that they're moving Avengers to April, but it's I can't, I don't think I we, we haven't been staying on top of it like we should. But suppose there's there's a lot of speculation saying they're gonna it's right now I think it's marked for like the first week of May, but they're saying they're gonna move it to April. So okay, uh, like they did last cool. year. So crazy. Yeah, I think it's going to be right there with uh, the original Captain Marvel. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Is, it, is Shazam coming out in? Uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty close. Funny, that's really funny. I want to say it's at, yeah. I think it's actually April, but uh, yeah, it must be like in the early April, and then you got Infinity War late April to early May. Whew! So much. So much content. I'm excited, though. I am, too. I, I, Shazam looks cool. Yeah. He looks real cool. I'm I'm more excited about that movie than anything else. Like, awesome. But, you know, Marvel fans, I'm more excited about Captain Marvel than I am Aquaman. So, right. Uh, you know. <laughs> Me, too. Don't, you know, uh, <laughs> don't think that I'm just riding, like, towing some line. Towing the DC line. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, tell everybody about the DC On Screen podcast so they can know where to find you. Hey, over on DC On Screen, we talk about the DC Universe podcast. I mean, sorry, we talk about the uh, DC <laughs> Universe properties on film and television. We're at DCOnScreen.com. We are uh, we're on iTunes. We're, we're everywhere. Uh, and uh, Except for Spotify. I don't know what that's about. Hmm. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're having fun. Yeah, cracking down on on uh, we're crack, cracking down on the, some of the clickbait. Even though I, you know, believed it on Marvel for a second. <laughs> well, the, you can only squash clickbait in one universe at a time. You can, yeah. Um, it makes me worried about the Star Trek podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, follow us. Uh, follow him on DC on screen uh, on whatever your pod app is, and uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We're going to be starting. It looks like the Star Trek, a Star Trek podcast very soon, so we can follow all the Discovery news and all of the uh, all of the upcoming Picard series news, and uh, just really pumped about that. And we'll just be covering lots of Star Trek content that we love, because we grew up. Uh, Star Trek is what brought me, I think Star Trek is in many ways what brought me to the Marvel Universe, because yeah. it taught me to love a thing with a large canon. Like that's what I've always loved about Star Trek. You watch the original series, watch the Next Generation, you watch Enterprise, you watch DS9, and all of those things they tie together these little episodes that'll reference other episodes and I've always just loved that. I I love the like expanse of 30 years having a canon that like <clears throat> is is you know talking back and forth. Um and, and and this this is going to be no different. I'm really really I'm really excited to see Star Trek kind of get back into what I love about it. Um, but it's why I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe too for the same reasons. So it's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check out DC on Screen. We're the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com at mcucast on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at five seven three cast mcu to leave a voicemail. Uh, if you'd like to reach out and support the cast, we're at patreon.com slash mcucast. Uh, we just posted all of our Iron Fist reviews, and uh, we'll be coming at you in a couple days with Iron Fist um, feedback episode and full wrap-up cast. So come with us, come see us then. Um, 
Until next time, true believers. True believers.